Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. You ready? You sure? <laughs> ready or not, here we come, it don't matter. Right, right about that. Alright, y'all. Good afternoon. What's going on? This is Dre E. This is the Minority Report. Again, my name is Dre E. This is my lovely co-host Sylvia right here. Sylvia, what's up? What's going on? How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing well. Can't complain. Um, we're here, man. Number, episode number 13. Isn't that supposed to be like a lucky number or something? I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. It was Doesn't Friday matter. the 13th, two days ago. Well, yeah. So episode number 13. Um, we're here, man. We're here to talk about um, communication. And um, the name of the episode is uh, I Don't Think You Heard Me. So um, when it comes to communication... We're going to touch on, I guess, a few different things um, when it comes to communication and how we communicate as people, as a community, as a whole. So um, that's it. So how's your weekend, Sylvia? My weekend's been good. It's I been worked good. Friday. Yesterday, what did I do? Spent some time with one of my best friends. Went out to eat. Went to Papa Do's. It was good. That's always good. I got this salad that I love. The Meta, Meta, the Greek salad. It's my favorite salad. So it was good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Had a couple of drinks. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, as far as myself, I didn't do much, man. I was out of town. Um, to go do a, um, I went to go speak in at one of my friends' uh, fundraisers. Um. Well, not fundraisers, but a community event um, I went to go do. Um, he had me there as a quote-unquote special guest or what what have you. Um, so that was cool. That was fun. Um, got to spread the word about the you know the podcast and things of that nature, man. So I um, got to talk about that and what it was, what it is that I do, um, which is pretty much nothing but podcasts. So that's a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, man, we're here, so... Let's talk about communication. Um, what, what's that mean? What's that look like? Uh, what's that? Yeah, what does that look like going forward? I mean, what's communication to you? What does it mean to you? Thoroughly explaining or making sure that the other person is aware of what is what you're trying to state, what you're trying to make them understand. Which is hard a lot. I mean, I guess one of my biggest gripes right now is the whole texting. People want to have relationships and communicate through just text. And I don't think that that's sufficient or healthy, honestly. And why is that? Because, first of all, some people interpret differently. And I think you've done this maybe with me. You have done this, I remember, a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, this is not even what I'm feeling or thinking. But somebody can interpret it a different way. And... I'm just not big on texting. I oh, and if you notice, my texts are really simple, so I suck at texting. People will meet me, they're like, "Oh my god, you're like totally different than text than you know online or texting." I'm like, "Yeah, because it's freaking text. Like, there's no stimulation for me through text at all. Okay, at all. And my love language is quality times or acts of service. So that's not gonna do anything. I'd rather see the person, look in, look them in the eyes, and communicate and talk about whatever it is you're going to talk about." Okay. That's just me, though. But the whole texting thing, I don't know. I have a problem with it. I just, I don't like it. If, honestly, if I could disable texting, like, I don't have Messenger on Facebook. So, I'm mm -hmm. like, don't even DM me because I don't have it. Like, you're wasting your time. 
Okay. But I don't want. I just don't. First, I don't want messenger because I don't. I just don't want to communicate with some people like that. And second, if I could disable it from my phone, I would. And just be like, you have to straight up just call. But that's the way life seems to be now. How society is, and I think that honestly shuts down who you are and what you're really feeling because you're not being honest. You're just kind of texting and. If there's a situation, like, if there's something that's really important, I think that you need to have a face-to-face conversation with somebody. You shouldn't be texting, getting upset, or having a conversation, 30, 40, 50 text. You're not going to communicate anything. I don't think anything's going to change. Okay, so... <laughs> so, my stand, my stance, rather, on... My stance on texting is... Is, um... It's a little different. Um... It's actually my preferred method of communication um, outside of face to face. Um, I have no time to pretty much be talking to anyone on the phone um, for I mean, not to say I don't have time, but I do have time. You make time, you know, for whoever you want to make time to talk to on the phone. But um, no, man, it's not my it's not my my preferred method of communication is texting and um <laughs> it's okay. um it's, it's funny we're opposite on that. It's um it's a very um it's a very way of, it's a very e- easy way of communication. A lot of the times it, it just stems from the fact that I'm busy. So, um I don't want to be holding my phone to my ear or I don't want you having me on Bluetooth um when I'm busy doing all of the things that I'm doing. So, a quick text message for me or just a text message conversation for me is just way better because I'm able to hit I mean, do the text sit the phone down, go do whatever I got it, whatever it is I'm continuous on continuously doing, I could continue that on and really not be distracted by um, devoting, I guess you could say my everything to this phone conversation that we're going to have. But your key so, words were quick text. Yeah, so that's I, how but, I feel. But, but if I, it's quick, that's good. But if it's a, a conversation that needs to be had, I don't think that if things are important or things that need to be said and understood, they shouldn't be through text. I feel like you should pick up the phone. Yeah, you should pick up the phone. But the thing about that is, it's like a lot of people ain't able to handle the, you should pick up the phone. You know what I mean? Like, motherfuckers will avoid you because they know whatever conversation is coming your way, I mean, their way, um, they're going to avoid that. So they're not going to pick up the phone. So they're, gonna, have they're, time for that. They're, they're going to ignore the call. They're going to, um, they're, like I said, they're going to avoid that conversation at all costs. And if someone just wants to get it off their chest and say what they got to say, they're going to shoot it out via text. And that's that. So um, I get it, man. I get um, as far as communicating is concerned. Yes, things can get misinterpreted uh, through via text message. Uh, well, shit, man. Things, but things could get misinterpreted via phone calls and in person as well. It's just all about um, your understanding of this person and whatever it is they're trying to say. Uh, but yes, things do get misinterpreted through text messages. Um, but like I said, I mean, it's it's uh, it's uh, when people call me, it's actually a shock to me um, <laughs> because I'm like, well. Could because this it's have like been the text? new standard. Could this have been this 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 could have been a text message, you know? <coughs> so that's how that's me. That's what I feel about just texting in general. Um, like I said, it's, it's my preferred method because it's just easier, it's quicker, it's faster for me to be able to shoot shoot a text out, see what's going on. 
or even have a conversation. It's easier for me to have a conversation. It's not easier for me to have a conversation uh, via text than on the phone or in person. But if I'm if I'm here um, with my daughter, if I'm with my daughters, um, then um, I don't want to be on the phone talking in front of them. Nor do they like nor do they like me on the phone uh, talking that I uh, in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I don't if I'm not with any of them, then it's just one of those things where whereas if I'm busy, if I'm shit, if I'm here cleaning the house, I'm not trying to be on the phone talking to you via Bluetooth or holding my phone to the to my ear while I'm cleaning something. And with the other hand, it's just, it's just, it's not sufficient for me, man. So the text message for me, I could shoot the text, sit it down. You could send whatever you send me. I could read it, shoot it. And, but I could still continue to do what I want to do. Um, that's why, like I said, texting is my, uh, my preference when it comes to my preference when it comes to communicating period is in person. Like, I don't have time for all that talking over the phone shit. That's not my thing. I don't, I mean, I will, especially to my people, if, if basically what I'm saying to you, if you live in the in the local area, come come talk to me, come see me, let's meet up, let's talk about it then. All that over the phone shit, like we can have a forty, we can have an hour or hour and forty five minute um, conversation over the phone that we could have had in person. That's I, how I, just, I, feel. I I just don't believe in the whole talking over the phone shit. Um, that's like that's that's my least uh, favorite way of communicating is via via talking on the phone. Unless you're long distance and shit, I ain't talked to you in a minute. Then you know we gonna have that phone conversation because we got shit to catch up on. And or like I said, if it's something very important that you don't want to shoot through text, then yeah, most definitely we gonna. And all my people know that, so I don't. I don't. That is what it is. But as far as everyday, day to day life, day to day communicating, man, and my whole shit is uh is via text message. That's my shit. So. And it's weird because you know what? <laughs> if I'm at home and I'm cleaning. Say we're, you were to talk, I put my headphones on mm-hmm. so I can listen to you while I'm cleaning, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of what you just said. Yeah. Um, that's one. And two, I just rather hear somebody's voice. I feel like the world, we as a society are just so disconnected. Yeah, that's true, man. That I really true. just hear somebody's voice. It just, and I guess maybe because of my personality and some people say I have a strong personality. I just feel like it's better to communicate so you can hear me and try to understand me instead of a text. Mm-hmm. But I, I I hate texting. Like when people want to text back and forth, I'm just like, oh my god! Like, dude, you're wasting my time. Like, call me, have me, give me the two three minute conversation, and let me go. Let me go on my way. For me, the texting is good. Like, okay, I'm on my way. See you in fifteen. Or if you're busy at work or something of that nature and someone's like, where do you want to go eat? Or where did you want to meet? Or did you, can you do this? Or whatever the situation is. Just for me, it's like a statement. It shouldn't be more than a sentence. If you got a text, you know, more than a sentence, I'm like, no. Pick up the damn phone. Give me the two, three minutes and then let's go on our merry way. But a lot of times, um, people are not afforded that ability to uh, pick up that phone and call. You know, people got jobs and shit like that. So, um, and maybe they just want to fucking hear from you throughout your day even though and, and we know you can't pick up well, most people can't just be picking up the phone via i mean during the day having a damn conversation so it's easier to have that conversation via text um throughout the day as well so sometimes that's just what um people want to do but i understand man i get your point um as far as um like i said things being misinterpreted and i understand that that's your preferred method um is talking on the phone um and that's cool man i mean i don't have 
it's neither here nor there as far as I'm concerned. Um, but texting, um, that's that. That's how I feel about texting. Um, communicating in, communication in general, um, a lot of people just don't know how to do that. And even, mm-hmm. even though you're in person talking to someone, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you guys are uh, communicating effectively. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the main thing is to communicate uh, effectively. If you can't communicate effectively, then um, shit, everything's, everything gets lost in translation. So if we're, if we're just, if we're just um, talking to hear ourselves talk, then or just talking to or, or listening to a reply, then it's doing neither party uh, involved or all parties involved is doing none of them any good. So I think that um, before before we're talking on the phone and before we're fucking talk to via text or however which way we choose to communicate, we know that we need to learn how to communicate effectively. I agree. And a lot of us just don't know how to communicate effectively. Period. And a lot of us think we do, but we don't. And that's just the reality of it. So until until we all learn how to um, communicate effectively, I mean, that's going to be that. So what's your definition of effective communication? What's that looking like for you? <coughs> it's not the coronavirus, okay? <laughs> sure, I ain't tripping, man. <coughs> good to go. Allergies. Um... It just effective is for me just making sure that I mean like I'm gonna refer to you and me just because that's you're in front of me making sure you understand and I understand and we're on the same page that's what effective is you don't have to always agree but it's understanding where we're both coming from mm-hmm. and what happens when what happens when the other person doesn't understand where you're coming from you try keep trying you try you keep trying Tell me what they don't understand. How can things be different? What can change? You have to try. Especially when you care about somebody. You, I think when you, depending on how much you care about a person or love, like for me anyways, I'll keep trying. Even if somebody gives me attitude or doesn't respond the way I thought, like I'll keep trying because that's how meaningful they are. But you can't force people either. And in this time... A lot of people, like you said, they just don't know how to communicate at all. And people shut down, and I noticed that really fast. People will shut down, like, in a heartbeat. And I'll just keep trying to go or keep trying as well. But, I mean, you can't change somebody either. People want to have to change for themselves. They want to better themselves. That's really hard. So, would you say you're a shutter downer? What do you mean? Do you shut down when people talk to you? I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I think so. You think so? <laughs> I, okay. I think so, guys. You like to touch subjects, so. though, that I don't like to share with people, though. So in that case, I'll be like, okay, and I'll listen to you. But there's just some things I'm not ready to talk about. You want me to just, like, come out of, the, like, the jack-in-the-box and just throw everything out. I can't do no. that all at one time. It takes me time. I need time. Yeah, but see, that's the thing, man. So when it comes to communicating with people, um, it's almost a... It, it, it can't only be on your terms. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Shit just can't be on your terms. So when it comes to, especially when, well, obviously you're only going to be communicating with someone else. So especially when you're communicating with someone else or a group of people. So it's like, 
we got to understand the conversation, whatever the conversation at hand is, and communicate effectively. Now you say like, well, no, because you, you know, you want to touch, I want to touch on touchy subjects that you're just not ready to share with me. But instead of shutting down, communicate that, and and communicate that in the sense that not oh well, well no, because because you, you no, you, well, it's not like. It's not like you say, hey, well, I don't want to touch on that. It's just like, what's the word? You're processing. Yeah, it does take me a process. It does take me time to process something. And I know people don't, it just does. Like, so we can have a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Right now. And then later on, I'll think about our our conversation. Mm -hmm. Say if it's a deep conversation, which we tend to have. Um, So I'll think about it later. And then tomorrow, my mind will still be wiring, you know, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And the next day, and then it'll kind of go to where I remember you saying this. And at this point, I interpret it this way. But then I'm thinking, no, maybe he thought it this way. So it'll take me a while. And it'll take time for me to settle. So it literally, and that's crazy. I know for you, but for me, it'll take sometimes three to five days for me to process something completely to where I'm okay with the situation to where i feel like all right we discussed this now i can move and share the next thing with him but it's hard as well because if you're honest you can't just be honest with i mean you can be honest but what i'm saying is you can't be vulnerable is probably the proper word with a lot of people because they'll use that against you and i don't like that i don't like being thing i don't like things being used against me or me making for myself to be felt like i wasn't valuable in the manner that I felt that they didn't respect what I was telling them or that they didn't respect that I was trusting them with something. So, yes, and in that case, I will say that I probably shut down because if there's no trust in that relationship or I'm being to, I'm made, being made to feel a certain way, yeah, I'm going to shut down. Or if I feel that there's a person who's really, really, really stubborn and no matter what I say, I feel like they're not being, they're not taking, they're not having empathy for me, then I probably do shut down. Yeah, so, but that's the thing, man. So, this whole shit is about, (laughs) this whole shit is about communication and effective communication. Um, A person doesn't have empathy for you. A person doesn't, basically, if a person doesn't react the way that you feel that you would want them to react, you shut down. No, I don't shut down on everybody. It's just oh, no, no. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying in 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 certain instances. Yeah, in certain stuff. Yes, I would say certain. Yes, I just maybe it's not that I shut down. If I mean, you can maybe interpret it that way. It's just if I don't feel safe. Your words. <laughs> if I don't feel safe. Okay. Then yes, I'm gonna say shut down. But I don't really say shut down. I just don't feel safe. I'm not gonna say I shut down because I'm not gonna completely shut down. I'm willing to revisit that conversation again or you know, whatever triggered me or whatever the situation may be. But if I don't feel safe, mm-hmm. it is very hard for me just to move forward. I'll just, if what you want to say, shut down. Yeah, I'm, I'll well, agree to you that. Said, I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> well, Those are your words. I don't really feel uh, like I completely shut down. Okay, well. <laughs> so. But yes, if I said that, then yes. Maybe I used it in the wrong manner, but yeah, I will. If I don't feel safe, yeah, I will. Gotcha. So, um, so. Even though conversations are happening real time, mm-hmm. right? And you just said that uh, um, it could take up to three or four days to process. Um, but in that meantime, in that in the midst of that conversation, the other person is not receiving any type of feedback. Um, 
How's that beneficial to the conversation though? It's probably not beneficial. Um, but then I think there's expectations and I think that also we need to let each other know that as well. Or I've told you that it takes me time to process things, Correct. but I don't think I've ever given you like a time limit. Like, oh, it's going to take me a couple no. of times because sometimes you expect me to process it like that day or within the next day. And sometimes it doesn't. It takes me longer. I don't know why. And I guess because I am a deep thinker and I try to make sure that I don't, especially for people I care about. I never want to hurt their feelings. And that's one thing I always tell people. Like I never intentionally try to make or hurt somebody's feelings about anything. Mm -hmm. So I think about those things as well because sometimes I've been told in the past that I'm kind of just straightforward. Now for you, you don't think that, but for a lot of people, they do think that. So it's kind of like, eh, you just, it depends who you're talking to. So for some people, it may be too much. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then some for other people, they're like, nah, like you, I can handle it. Like, just give me more. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of finding a balance and learning a person, but you're never going to learn a person within a week or two weeks or even a month. It takes time. And I try to make people understand that, you know, it, if even like with dating, I can communicate to somebody that it's going to take time. It's going to take time for me to get to know you. It's going to take time for you to get to know me. You, there's no way we're going to know each other in two weeks or two in a month. There's just no way. But some people are set up like that. And I think that they really don't understand that they actually shut down. They're not open to meeting new people or understanding or learning a new person because it's so repetition that they never even really get into a deep relationship that is either committed emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever the situation may be, that if that one doesn't work, they just go to the next one. And that, they're not getting what they want from that one, they go to the next one. Friendship, whether it's friendship or intimate relationships or even family-wise, I think that a lot of people don't communicate and say, hey, this is what I need from you. But I've always expressed that to people when I get to know them. Like, I'll never, okay. So when I lived in St. Louis, there was a girl named Kelsey. And Kelsey really likes me. She's like, I like you, whatever, blah, 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 la, 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 la. She's like, I want to be friends. And I told her, hold up. I was like, hold up. I was like, I don't know you. I was like, I don't know you. It takes time. I said, you don't, one thing you don't understand about me is like, if I tell you that I love you, I mean that I love you. I will do whatever I need to do to make sure if you ever need something or you need help or freaking have to give you a kidney or lung or if I need a give up something for myself to make sure that you're taken care of like that's really what love is and i don't think people understand what true love is i'm when i say love that means like it's unconditional no matter what no matter what you do forward in our relationship trade like i'm always gonna forgive you because i love you like no matter what you do even if it hurts me because that is who i am so when i met kelsey she's like i want to be friends with you and she'll call me sylvie and i'm like Kelsey, I'm gonna let you know something about me. And people who really know me know that I'm a deep person. Like, I'm fucking deep. Like, that's just who that I am. So she's like, I wanna be friends. And I was like, well, Kelsey, how can you say you wanna be friends if we don't really know each other? I said, we work together, but that's work. I know how to keep things at work, just pure work. Trust me, I do. Um, and professional. I said, but if we don't spend time and we don't share each other's like stories or what, whatever, there's no bonds. Mm -hmm. If there's no bonds for me, then I can't consider you a friend. Like it takes me time. So she's like, okay, well, we're going to go out. We're going to do this. We're going to do that because I want to be your friend. And I'm like, okay. So literally 
it took us over a year before I told her that I can consider her a friend. Mm-hmm. Because I was maybe even two years, honestly. But other than that, I was like, we're yes, we're associates. We we you know we work together. We kind of know a little bit about each other. I said, but it's got it's deeper than that. I need deep stuff. I need. I just I'm just different. So once we were there, whatever, and X amount of time passed, I honestly want to tell her. It was probably state that it was two years that I told her. Yeah, you know what? We're friends now. And I told her, but you have a friend in me forever for like life because that's just the way that I roll. Like, even with my ex-boyfriends, they know that they can call me if they need to talk or something. They need some type of emotional support or whatever. I'm not going to turn them away because I, I, I at one point was in love with them. And maybe I don't love them as deep as I did, but I have some kind of love and compassion for them. That if somebody reaches out and they tell me that they need something, I'm going to be there because that is who, that I, who I am. So, it's different. But moving forward, now you know, like, no matter no matter what you do to me, you should already know this. I've been forgiving before. No matter what, I'm still going to always forgive you. And we're always going to move forward in that manner because that's the type of love that I have for you. So, yes, it is hard for me to communicate with just anybody. And it does take me time. It takes me time to grasp and know somebody. It, it takes time. Like, I know we don't have a lot of time, but it takes time. And for me, I feel like if somebody feels that I'm worthy of them then they're going to give me that time. What's my love language? <laughs> time, time. Quality time. Quality time. Correct. So, I understand all that. So, um, and all of that is, in my opinion, should be common sense. I mean, it takes time to get to know people, uh, just in general. Especially, I'm the same way, I man. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, take friendships lightly i don't mm-hmm. use the word lightly um people who i shit, even people i associate myself with um there's certain criteria criteria and shit that um i'm huge on so with that being said though i mean the only way that anyone's going to get to know anyone is through communicating with them mm-hmm. um spending that time with them uh going through stuff with them um just that that type of shit. That's that's what's going to. Um, that's only reason. That's the only way that that friendship is going to develop. Period. Yeah, so I agree. That's a, in my opinion, a far gone conclusion. However, when it comes, like I said, I mean, if if I'm communicating with you and it takes you time to process things, and we're having a conversation in real time, like I said, it's like, yeah, I mean, I get that you process things, but. Am I fucking talking to myself? You see what I'm saying? Like, like well, we, you need to tell me what you need back. Like, hey, I need communication. You. I mean, that's why I'm having a conversation <laughs> with you. Like, whoever it is that you're you're talking to, you're having a convers, you're engaged in a conversation. You're a deep person, right? So you're engaged with, in a conversation with a person. The person still needs feedback. I, I get that it may take you time to to process things, but we're at an age right now to where it's like, yo, man. I mean, we're having real we're having conversations in real time so things are going to have to happen in real time mm-hmm. it shouldn't have to be like well yo i'm i'm we're having a conversation and i'm communicating with you but then it's like well you're just sitting back um trying to process everything and then a couple of days you'll get back to me on the conversation we had two or three days ago or four or five hours ago you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's just like yo communication yeah effective effective communication effective communication 
it says it's, it's more about just exchanging information. It's about understanding the emotion and the intentions behind the information, as well as being able to clearly convey a message. That's, that's, that's the point I'm making. Clearly convey a message. You need to listen in a way that gains the full meaning of what's being said and what makes the other person heard and understood. So if it's if we're having a conversation and you're taking time to process and you're not really giving me no feedback, I don't feel that I'm being heard and understood. Mm -hmm. And so it's not effective communication because I understand you're saying that's that's why I asked earlier. Well, what about the other person? Because, yeah, I get what works for you. But what, what, what about what works for the other person involved in that conversation? I think that they need to communicate that to me as well. Communicate so that it, what they need back. How what you how fast do you need it? It's, it's effective communication. You need to let, I'm, it's getting to know each other. Like, yeah. hey, you know I take time. Yeah. Okay, you may yeah. not take time, so what? I need, to, I need to give you information back within four hours or something like that. Because nah, there'll be times man. I'll be like, okay. And then I'll just be thinking about it. And I let it process. And then I'll... Whenever I'm ready, I talk about it. But if that doesn't work for somebody, I have no problem with somebody say, hey, I need you to tell me because you need to be direct with me. I've told you that people need to be direct. So if you tell me I need to know today, then let me know today. But that's that's like. <laughs> yeah. OK. OK. I, I don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> but but <laughs> you have to tell people what your needs are as well. You have to be able to communicate. But that. the thing about it is like. This has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> but for the lack of a better term, I'm going to say this term, I'm a grown ass man, man. So if I'm engaging in a conversation with you, I want conversation to happen. I do conversate. If there's I, something that I, I, takes me time to process, that's what it is. I'm not going to change from that. I, I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying in general, yeah. generally when people go, it's not like I, I don't, I don't engage in a conversation with one of my niggas and be like, yo, um, I know you take time to process and some <laughs> shit, um, so I'm gonna need that feedback in about four hours. No, 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 no. I'm a grown ass man. I don't communicate with people like that. We're gonna do emails from now. That's on. what I'm saying. So it's just like, nah, man. We don't. I don't even move like no, man. It's like so, so, so. When it comes to effective communicating, that's 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 the shit that I just read. It's like, yo, the the um the person that's doing the communicating um. Like yo, what are we doing? Like how 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 are we supposed how how am I supposed to uh, understand what it is that you need if we can't communicate effectively? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And what 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 may works what may work for you may not work for the other person. And it doesn't mean that the person is does not communicate. Yeah. It just means that nah, that shit don't work. That mm -hmm. shit don't like. If I'm like I said, if for me, what works for me, if I'm having a conversation with you in full, I mean, in, in, in uh, real time, I, I need my results back in real time. You know what I mean? I mean, I and I and don't get me wrong. Like, I think for all of us, it takes us all of all of us time to process shit. It, it truly does. So I may think in a couple of days back on the conversation and be like, oh, shit, that was that was fucked up. I said that wrong or that's not really what I meant. And I may come back to it. You see what I'm saying? I, and, and, and I've done that and I will do that. But for the most part, most for the most part, it's like um, to engage in that type of and to engage in conversation. Um, it's it's just that's that's me. Like I said, it's it's very important for me to uh, to um, to have that effective communication 
be heard. I mean, have that communication be heard and understood mm -hmm. from whoever it is that I'm talking to. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So effective, effective communication sounds like um, it should be um, instinctive, but all too often we, when we try to communicate with others, something goes astray. We say one thing, the other person hears another, hears something else, and misunderstandings, frustration, and conflicts ensue. This can cause problems in your home, school, or work, or, and work relationships. Mm -hmm. For many of us, communicating more clearly and effectively requires learning some important skills. Whether you're trying to improve communication with your spouse, kids, boss, coworkers, or coworkers, learning these skills can deepen your connections to others, build great trust and respect, and improve teamwork. Problem solving and overall social emotional health as well. That's what it it, it will improve I as agree. well. So it says, what's stopping us from um, communicating effectively? What, what do you feel is stopping us from communicating effectively? You're talking about us or just people? In no, people. We're not talking about us. Yeah. I think sometimes people don't want to talk about. I mean, it kind of goes back to feelings, I guess, or they're afraid of someone else's feelings or how someone else is going to react, so they just shut down. I think a lot of people don't know how to communicate or they naturally have issues within themselves that they're not able to even communicate at all. That's something that I've seen a lot of. Or they're afraid or whatever the situation may be. But I don't think anybody should be afraid to tell somebody else what they're thinking or how they feel or what their needs are. You shouldn't. You should be able to tell anybody. Like I've had um, one of my friends, she's told me like, I don't know how to say this and I don't want to hurt your feelings and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, girl, just say what you got to say. And she's thinking she's going to hurt my feelings. But what she, when she tell, every time she tells me this, this is my best friend, Michelle. Every time she tells me this, not once have my feelings ever been hurt. So I don't know if it's maybe that she thinks it might hurt my feelings or she's more sensitive to if somebody were to talk to her in that manner or tell her what she's feeling. I don't know. But for me, like there's, she's, she doesn't, she's never hurt my feelings in that manner at all. And I'm like, why would you even be afraid to say something like that? Like, because but that's, that's on how they grew up or maybe how their parents were with them or brothers and sisters or um, if you had an uh, abusive boyfriend or husband mentally or physically, like the way people react. I mean, I, I get all that, but you can talk to me about anything. And I mean, it is what it is. You know? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> so it says uh, stress and um, um, out of control emotions keeps a lot of us from communicating effectively. Say that again. Stress. Mm -hmm. I put that in the top row. It's like stress and stress and out of stress and out of control emotions. Um, <laughs> I was like, hello. Um, Mama. Are you home? Yes, I'm home. I'm recording my podcast, Papa. Daddy's home. What are you doing, Papa? Because I'm recording my podcast. <laughs>
Give me a kiss. I love you, Daddy. Oh, God, you. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye, bye, Mama. <laughs> I'll call you when I finish, okay? Okay, Daddy. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Bye bye. Love you. He loves you too. He, he, just tell her no. She can't go with you because she's not letting up. No, Mama. Bye. Okay. Anyways, so um, uh, let's see. All right, so um, so yeah, so stress and out of control emotions, uh, they don't allow, they don't allow um, people to communicate effectively. Mm. So if you're stressed throughout your day, you're, if you if your emotions are all out of whack, um, you can't really have an effective conversation with too much of anyone until you get those emotions in order. And you're able to, like I said, I like have a stress-free, in-control conversation. So I think a lot of the times, like we 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 have stress from different areas in our life, be it work, be it significant others, be it just day-to-day -day life, and our lenses are cloudy when it comes to talking and communicating. So when we're trying to have a conversation with someone, it's um, it's just not the right time. It's, it's the timing is off, um, and I agree. Conversations suffer because mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot and a lot of that. people don't know how to leave work at work without coming home with those emotions, especially if they have a stressful job. Like you really need people need to know how to leave that at work because. It's kind of emotional abuse when you take that shit home. I agree. Yeah. It is. Then um, you're taking your frustrations out and things of that nature on your partner or your family and that's not good. It's not healthy. No, not at all. Um so uh lack of focus as well. So a lot of the times and we're we're in this era now, um, we're bad at it, man. It's like um, <coughs> we're bad at focusing on conversations at hand because because of the um, all the distractions around, mainly the cell phone. So you, Social you, media. you you could be in a conversation with someone and they're constantly looking down at their phone, looking at social media. They're looking at their text messages. They're looking at whatever it is on their phone, and then they want you to believe that they're engaged in that conversation with you. And they're really not because, like I said, that's lack of focus. So if you're not focused on what it is that I'm saying, um, how could you uh, how could you really truly be taken in what it is I'm saying? You I see agree. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. And then um, another thing is the um, body language. So body language tells you a lot about a person when you're in conversation with them, you know what I mean? And they say, I don't know how, what the fucking percentage is, but it's like 75 to 80%, 75 to 85% of communication is nonverbal. Mm -hmm. And that's true. So you could be in a conversation with someone and their body language is telling you everything about how they feel about that conversation, 
everything they feel about being in that conversation with you is just one of those things. And um, for people out there <laughs> who are only paying attention to the words that are being said, nah, man, it's, it's pay attention to their body language because nine out of 10 times, man, their body language is going to tell you any and everything that they want to say. Their body language is going to say it for them. So um, inconsistent body language, negative body language, those are all telltale signs to people in conversations that you're not really paying attention to the conversation or the, the communication that you're, you're um, whatever you're conveying is not being, is not being taken in because of, of uh, their body language. Like I said, the negative body language, the inconsistent body language and things of that nature. So um, it's important to, um, to watch out for those things. So, um, then it's, then it, when you're communicating with someone, it's not all about talking. It's not about you talking. You got to listen. So the thing about that is a lot of people, they, um, they really don't know the difference between, uh, engaged listening and hearing. Cause a motherfucker hear you, a motherfucker can hear you all day, every day. But if they're not engaged into actually listening to you, if they're not doing, if they're not engaged into listening to you, then pretty much what you're saying is uh, falling on deaf ears. And then the only thing that they're going to pick up on is something that triggers them. And that's what they're going to respond to. And then anything after that, that whatever you said to trigger them, anything after that that you're saying, they're not really going to hear it because they're triggered. Yeah. So I think that a lot of, like I said, I just think that a lot of us, just need to work on our communication, period. Because a lot of us just don't know how to communicate. A lot of us just don't know how to listen. A lot of us, like I said, a lot of us listen to um, reply. to reply. And nah, man, like we should really listen. I mean, if, if you're going to engage in conversation with someone, it should be, um, you should be considerate of that other person and that other person should be considered of you. Ideally, um, you should have your emotions in check. And ideally, you should be somewhat stress-free, man. So you guys can have a real uh, a real good conversation and move forward and, and grow from whatever it is you guys are conversing about. So that's my input when it comes to communication. So you... I agree on that part. I think um, a lot of us, I think it was, if I remember, I think it's either 8 or 20 seconds. Within 8 or 20 seconds, you're ready to reply because you want to be heard instead of just kind of sitting and listening. But at the same time, I understand that if you let a conversation go one side for so long, you can forget what it is that you wanted to state or talk about. Mm -hmm. So it happens either way. Facts. Um, hey, man, what can I say? Um, that's that's all I can expound on when it comes to communicating. Um, um, I think that um, find out what works for each other for whoever you're talking to. Um, and be open about it too. <laughs> yeah, most definitely be be open about you know how 
other people, how people communicate. Um, like you, if you're more of a phone person, then obviously I'm more of a texter. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to meet in the middle. I'm going to have to converse with you via phone sometimes. You got to communicate with me via text sometimes. The best method of communication, period, is in, in person. That's the best way to communicate with anyone. Um, that's the best way to get to know anyone as far as all you people out there doing your uh, doing the whole online dating thing. Um, a motherfucker... <laughs> A motherfucker could be who they want to be behind that computer, right? And behind that keyboard. But, and they could be who they want to be behind that phone. Shit, it might not even be them on that phone. So, um, all you motherfuckers who want to be out there and uh, taking weeks on end and days on end to meet someone in person on online, in, in the online dating community, you're doing yourself a great disservice because nine out of 10 times you're going to be wasting your time because nine out of 10 times when you meet that person, they're going to be nothing like uh, what they were. What you thought you created. Exactly, because they created that whole person. So when you get in person with that person, the sooner you get in person with that person, the sooner you're going to find out if that person is real or not. And we're gonna, you're going to stop wasting um, all that time communicating through that keyboard and through that screen. Because, like I said, I mean, unfortunately, um, we're, we're in a time to where as a lot of people just aren't who they say they are. So... Um, that's my advice to the online dating world is like, yo, get to know that person in person because there's no better there's no better way to get to know someone rather than in person because energy never lies. So, like I said, you guys could get along great via text, via the phone, via emails or however which way you guys are communicating. And then you can meet up with that person, that person be a straight dud in person and then your guys energy don't match. I mean, they may have a fucking annoying laugh like I hear I do, but <laughs> but I don't care. So, um, yeah, I mean, but that could be the case. They could have an annoying laugh. They could have, I don't know, whatever, whatever they may have that you don't like. Or like I said, the energy is just off between the two of you guys in person. And you just save yourself some weeks and days or whatever the case you call it, uh, whatever you may call it, uh, of communicating. I can share via, an experience. Of course. <clears throat> so since we're talking about online dating, this was, I don't know. Six, eight years ago, I was communicating with this guy that is or lives in San Antonio, but at that time, he was stationed in Europe for three months. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that I started communicating with him at the beginning of his three-month stay over there. Mm -hmm. So, when I am interested or think I'm interested or talking to somebody, I, I usually will tend just to do like, you know, communicate with one person. Mm -hmm. So for three months, we text or whatever, send pictures, things of that nature. He would send me videos, whatever. And, um, I really thought that I liked this person. Right. I was like, this dude seems really cool. We have, you know, similarities, educated man, you know, things of that nature. Um, he seemed like he was fun. It was great. But when I met him in person, even the first time that I met him, I kind of was like, this is not who I thought he was. So I don't even, I don't even know what happened, honestly. So I said, first time, sometime you meet somebody, you're off. It takes me a while because at the beginning, I'm not myself. I'm not funny or 
playing around and having fun or whatever because I'm really trying to get to know somebody and I need to stop doing that. I think I need to just kind of... It depends the environment you have me in as well, though. Mm -hmm. So I told myself, let me give him another chance. So we had a second date and it seemed okay, but at the end of the night, it just wasn't what I thought. So that was the end of it. And I just felt like you guys should know that. Don't waste your time. Like I no longer waste my time if... If somebody is texting me, texting me, texting me, texting me, like, fool, you already sent, like, 10 text messages. Like, if you want to set up a date, we can interact. I can meet you because that's who I am. I want to see you in person. I want to feel your energy. I want to see if we vibe together. I want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you communicate, because some people don't. Like, there's really men who don't. They're just there. And that is boring to me. Like, I need mental stimulation. So, I no longer waste my time. If you don't set up a date within one to two weeks, like, you've lost me. One to two weeks, fellas. But fuck that. Four days, yo. If you don't... It, it, within three days. Man, here, here's the thing, man. There's a 48-hour rule that... And no, um, no, wait. But wait. <laughs> the only reason I say one to two weeks is because I know people get busy or yeah, no they doubt. have kids or whatever the situation may be. So I said one to two weeks because of that. But in our reality, I agree with you. Like 48 if you, hours, yo. If you're on there and you you find somebody, whether they're attractive or you just like what you read up on their story, then be like, hey, you know, you want to meet up for... Don't say a drink. That's that's my biggest turnoff too. When a man's like trying to take me to the bar, I'm like, why are you trying to take me to the bar? Because like, what they supposed to do, man. I don't want to go to the bar. Where I don't do you even. Go? I don't even. Take me for coffee or take me for ice cream or take me for whatever else. Just it's just something that's in me when they're like, let's go have a drink at a bar, or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself like. Is the dude an alcoholic already? Like, is this, you know, I'm already thinking these things. And I don't even, I don't drink. I don't, I do not have to drink. I'm like one and done. That's it. I don't have to drink. So, um, when I work for match.com, um, one of the, one of the suggestions that they, um, have us, had us give our clients was to set up that first date during a happy hour. Okay. Event, right? <clears throat> um, that way, it's less stress. Hey, dinner's played out on the first date. I don't know if you guys ever know that, but you should never take a woman to dinner on the first date, fellas. Um, for one... Um, Not take me. I like food. <laughs> listen to me, man. No, listen to me. Listen to me. You're going to win if you're taking me for food. Don't, don't do it, yo. Don't do it. Um, and the reason being is because uh, when you take a woman to dinner on the first date, it's just a whole awkward situation. Most people in that restaurant, they know that you guys are on the first date because you can just tell. So you guys got the bullseye on your back and it's just too much. Um, it's too formal of an event. And then you guys are like locked into that time slot. You locked into, you know, the, the whole routine of you for you got to wait. You got to wait on your table and you got to wait, wait there. You go over there, you get your, you got to wait on the time to get the appetizers. and You got to wait. What if within that first five minutes, she's a dud and you're a gentleman. So now you're going to wait at least two hours to play this whole damn date out and you're stuck. Happy hour, on the other hand, is everybody's in there after work. You don't know who's with who. You could be a business partner. It could be a it could be a colleague or whatever the case may be. It's a more loose environment. Shit, hell, when she or he shows up, you might need a fucking drink. So <laughs> so to take the edge off, uh depending on who or she who he or she is when they show up. Um, grab an appetizer, you know, you get the appetizer and, and that's that. I mean, and leave it at that. And then it's happy hour. So 
if you guys do hit it off during that happy hour thing and you guys do hit it off, there's still it's still early enough time in the evening to whereas if you do want to go take her to dinner, if you do want to go to the movies or fucking a museum or whatever the fuck it is y'all do, then y'all still got time to go do that. So, fellas, listen to me when I tell you, man. Like, no, man. Kill that whole dinner first date bullshit because that shit is played out. And if it's anything like it was when I was heavy into dating like that, um, that's a lot of fucking wasted money um, on females because a lot of these females are here for the fucking um, free dates and I mean free free food and entertainment and that's a real thing so um, niggas watch out fellas watch out for that and ladies you know do what y'all do man I mean y'all gonna continue to do what y'all do anyway but um, communicate that shit for me like I said me and my fellas when I was in Vegas we came up with the 48 hour rule like if they in your city if y'all in the same city Somewhere within 48 hours, y'all can find some time to meet up, period. Because anything after 48 hours, that's just too long to be talking and communicating with someone that might be a fucking... Nine out of ten times is going to be a catfish, either physically uh, 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 physically wise or uh, personality-wise. They're going to be a catfish. It's like one out of ten times that it rarely just adds up to that person being who they are so me and my niggas vegas 48 hours we came up to the rules to this shit so 48 hours you know you do the meet and greets like i said shit <laughs> some of us need to go to the motherfucking swimming pool on the first date because you really want to you know take her to the y you know do a few laps make it a make make it a thing man make her like let her show you how to uh uh fucking swim teach tell her teach you how to swim and shit and um, get her in the pool, like go for a jog, do something strenuous, man. So when you sweat it out, you know, you get to see her real face and, you know, see what she really looks like and things of that nature. Um, that's just go to a park, you know, something, I mean, something, something low key, coffee shop, whatever, man. Um, whatever the fucking case may be, man, but kill that whole dinner on the first day. Shit, that shit is played out. Um, if that's what you choose to do and that's what, that's your thing, then by all means, continue to do that. But like I said, I mean, you can always take it to dinner after the happy hour date uh, or after the lunch date. I like that. Um, to, uh, <laughs> if, if you guys hit it off. Because like I said, if you if you go to dinner, you're pretty much committed there for two hours. Tops, maybe. Um, depending, and most of the time it's going to be on a weekend and most of the time it's going to be uh, at a popping ass restaurant. So like I said, you're going to be committed there for two hours. Whereas you might not even want to, you might not even, like I said, within, while y'all waiting on the table, you might be like, shit, I need to get the fuck up out of here. And then that's where you're setting up your fucking calls and your fucking text messages and setting up the fucking your, your ex or your baby moms or your, or your baby daddy to call you and be like, yo, come get the kids type shit. Like, we done been through it all, man. So I guess I understand. Uh, I understand what you're sta- what you're stating because I set up this um, dating app, I think on Friday. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Friday. I set up this dating app at fri- on Friday while I was at work because <laughs> mm-hmm. it was kind of slow. Or was it Thursday night? I think it was Friday. Or Thursday, whatever. So I set up this dating app and um, I'm going to try to date. <clears throat> so within like 24 hours, I got like over 100 messages, right? Right. But in those 100 plus people that I just skimmed, like I'm not going to go for, I can't, I just, you know, I would be really nice and be like, even if it's not good looking, it's okay. Like, I had that mentality. But I'm tired of not going for somebody that I'm attracted to. Like, 
that's played out. I always did the, I'm not attracted to that person, but let's see, they got a great personality or they're a good person. I don't do that anymore as of now. Good. So, <laughs> so I was just skimming through all those people and I was like, there was nobody that I was really physically even attracted to just by looking at their pictures. And I was like, that's kind of sad. So I understand what you're, why you're stating what you're stating. Because I felt that way the other yesterday when I was skimming through them. I was like, there's there's not one of these people that I'm even attracted to. Like, not one. And I was like, what the hell? That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, but you're an attractive woman, man. You'll they'll, they'll be they'll be there. Um, but communication, um, as far as communicating is concerned, um, in person, that's the only way. And we got on the online dating shit because, uh, like I said, a lot of a lot of a lot of people waste their times communicating mm -hmm. with a person that nine out of ten times isn't even the person that they're communicating with. Uh, like I said, either look wise or personality wise, because I've been there, man. I've been there, man. I've met females that yeah, they look the same, but when you meet them in person, they're just whack as fuck. Or shit, maybe I'm whack as fuck to them. <laughs> Who knows? There have been good-looking guys that I've met, and they were whack. I was like, they have no personality. Yeah, there you go, man. They, if you can't make me, I like to, I like to have fun. That's just who I am. Right. I want someone who can make me laugh. I want to make them laugh. I want to play around. Like, fellas, for me, take notes, man. DM, DM the pot. You hear me? <laughs> for me, like, I want to go to the amusement park, or go to Top Golf, or go to Dave and Buster's. That's where I want to go for dates. Cause she, it's she fun. wanted, she wanted to do all that expensive shit, y'all. So make sure your money, <laughs> make sure your money right, y'all. She said Top Golf. Yeah, make sure your money's right. Please. Make sure your money's right. You know, yes. hit her up, DM her. Yes. Um, nah, not me, man. We going to the park, yo. <laughs> like, we gonna go on the slides. We are gonna do some swings. That's you know what I mean. We gonna, we gonna do. Though. Nah, that's sweet. Period. Like, <laughs> it is. Um, no, take take right. a stroll, man. Right. Picnic it. You know, do some hiking and shit. That's the type of shit I'm forever on on these first couple of dates and shit. Because the thing about it is, man, we we as gentlemen, um, we didn't came out of enough. We didn't came out of pocket enough uh, throughout the years on these catfish, on these free dates and entertainment type women. It's like, yo, where's your substance at? Um, shit, invite me on a date if we're on our third and fourth date. Let me see if you're gonna fucking invite me on a date. What you're gonna do for me? That's the type of shit I'm on, man. And maybe that's why I'm gonna probably remain single. Um, for the rest of my life, but you know, I'm cool with that. So, this is Dre E. This is Sylvia. Minority Report. You anything else you wanna you wanna add? No. Uh, Let's all work on communicating though. That's yeah, please do, man. Say. Like, yeah, communicating. Um, we need that. It's it's very important in every aspect of life, man. You can't really do too much if you're not uh, an effective communicator. You, that is. I do have one thing to say. Yeah, of course. If you are wrong. Even if you are prideful, people need to learn to put their pride to the side and apologize. Facts. Yeah, that's all I got to say. If you're prideful, put your shit aside. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, apologize, man. That's, that's apologize. When but the wrong. thing about oh, see now I gotta now I gotta state something else, man. <laughs> so yeah, that's true, man. If if you're wrong about some shit, you should be woman enough, man enough to to apologize, and that's real talk. Um, but however, if you have to keep continuing to continuously apologizing for the same shit. I mean, the apology, the apology actually means nothing. Mm -hmm. So, 
um, change the fucking behavior and you wouldn't have to apologize so many times because I even teach my youngest daughter now to stop saying sorry because I know she ain't sorry because she, she come in here and dump her fucking toys all over the place and she'll tell me she's sorry but she ain't she ain't sorry because she's gonna go Dre, tear some more shit she's up. What two? She's three, man. She's but, three. Oh my god. Yeah, you man. Nah, I mean, she, she gotta learn. Yo. No, she's not. She's she's far more advanced than that. So, um, yeah, man. But yes, if you're wrong about some shit, be man enough, woman enough to admit it. Just apologize. Um, apologize. Move on and be, make it a real apology, not just some okay, I'm sorry mm-hmm. or I'm sorry you took this this way. <laughs> no, I the, apologize the, for the, being the, disrespectful. I apologize for hurting your feelings. I apologize facts. for not taking you into consideration. I facts. apologize for doing X, you know, A, B, and C that you didn't like. I apologize. Own it. Own it. Like it's okay. You own can it. own that you did wrong. Like that's facts. Nobody's gonna see you any different. If anything, I'm gonna have more respect for you. To be quite honest. There you go, man. So. On your shit, man. Um, everybody. Everybody. That's everybody. a lesson, y'all. Earn your. Sh- I mean, own your shit, like for real. So, um, <clears throat> that's gonna conclude uh, communication episode number thirteen of the Minority Report. Uh, we have the final report coming up. Um, segment, the final report segment coming up. Uh, I think I started. I think I went first last time, so I'm gonna leave it to you to go first this time. Our shout outs, like who we thinking, right? Yes. <clears throat> so mine is gonna be my best friend, Michelle. Okay. Because she is one of my biggest supporters. That's what's up. And she always sees the she always sees the good side in me. Even when I don't see the good in me, she always sees the good in me. That's good. <clears throat> so yeah, shout out to Michelle. She knows I love her. She, she, I don't even got to explain it because she already knows. She knows what it is. Is that right? Yeah. You know how they say you put your, you wear your heart, heart on, on your you. sleeve? Mm-hmm. Well, they made me realize that I actually wear my heart on my chest. And mm-hmm. I think that that's not a good thing because you automatically see it. So I don't know. I'm trying to work on that. But you know what? I'd rather have a heart than not have a heart at all anyways. You hear that? <laughs> she dropping bars, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, was that it? That's it. She knows who, that I love her. Who so. is it, Michelle? Michelle. Hey, shout out to Michelle. What's up? What's up? Um, thanks for being there for uh, Sylvia and being that best friend. So, mine's, man, it's like a four-pack, man. I got a four-pack because I can't really... Uh, shit, it might even be a five-pack, man. So, I got my boy J-Dub. I got shit. now. it's like six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> so, my boy J-Dub, my boy Diddy, my boy Reggie, my boy Ro. My boy AC and my boy Tommy. Um, yes, those. I don't know. I don't know how many gentlemen that is. I can't. I didn't keep count. So, to those fellas, my boy J Dub. See, I, I missed somebody too. So, my boy J Dub, my boy Tommy, my boy AC, my boy Ro, my boy Reggie. Um, these gentlemen. Um, I feel the same about all of you guys. So I'm a, I lumped all you guys together, man, versus spreading it out over five episodes or six episodes, whatever, five episodes. Um, yo, man, I love y'all. I appreciate everything that you guys have ever done for me, that you guys will ever do for me. You guys have always supported me in everything that um, I've wanted to do. Um, you guys, without hesitation, um, have always been there for me if I needed anything from any of you guys. I've learned so much from all of you guys. Um, you guys are my brothers, as you guys know. 
Um, and the funny thing is, I don't think, no, matter of fact, I know all of y'all don't know each other. But um, I look at all of you guys as the same, man. You guys are my heart. Um, I trust you guys with anything. Um, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all being there for me, man. I appreciate the love y'all showed me. I appreciate um, the hard times, the good times, the bad times, everything. Everything we've ever been through, um, I just appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys uh, always having my back. Without being said, and I know none of this shit ever needs to be said. Um, and my boy Luck, too. That's, that was the sixth person, my man, Luck. Shout out to Harlem. <laughs> um, so, Luck, in that in there, too, man. So, um, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, man. And um, that's the Minority Report. And we signing out, man. Um, peace and love. Anything? Thank you, you guys. We love you. Peace and, we and love, man. You. I think that's going to be it, man. <clears throat> that's a long ass. What's that? No, it's an hour and five.